0: You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. AfterBuzz From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV, Gossip Girl edition. Tonight's host will be Roxy R. Stryer. Joining Roxy will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Sarah S. Stretton and Phil P. Svitek. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. 347-855-8269.
1: Welcome to Afterbuzz TV for Gossip Girls Season 4, Episode 6. I'm Roxy here tonight with my fellow gossip fans to break down everything from tonight's episode. In our special segment, we'll discuss revenge and when it's worth it. Plus, we'll get you all your Gossip Girl news and gossip and hear from other fans too. But before we get into it, S, give us a quick scoop over here. Well, Little Jay got thrown back into the mix
2: and really entered into Blair and Chuck's war zone. But after giving some end advice, decides to leave Manhattan again. <laughs> again. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Serena deals with some boy drama as it turns out that her recent sleepover buddy, Colin, is now her professor. But he, um, Colin seems to be hiding more skeletons as his last
1: scene reveals some sort of relationship between him and Juliet. Very interesting. I want to talk about Serena and Colin right now. This is strange to me because I kind of predicted that Colin and Juliet were going to know each other. and I remember I, that. I don't know why, but I felt, I, I don't know. I just felt like they're both weird characters that came in. It's like these people have been in each other's lives for so long. And all of a sudden, Juliet shows up. Colin shows up. Colin is so quick to fall for Serena. And Julia is so quick to try to get in their group of friends. It was, like, too too convenient for them not to have anything to do with each other. You know what I mean? It's like they, they had to be there together. But we don't even really know what's going on there. I definitely remember you saying that the first
2: time we saw Colin and Perry. You were just like, oh, this is too convenient. And when he showed up in the bar, you're like, too convenient.
1: But are they—is she—so he paid her. Is she working for him? Is Are they working together? Are they— I think that he
2: is supporting her financially. Because if we look back at the other episode when she um, took Nate up to her supposed place that wasn't hers. When Juliet did? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm guessing she has financial troubles. And I don't know what their tie is, but I think he's just financially supporting her. Okay.
1: And and we'll talk more about Juliet's brother and what he has to do with it in a little bit. But with Serena and Colin, before we saw that, before we saw that Colin, there is an alternative. a different motive there, or something. What do we think about Serena and Colin together? This whole teacher-student—they're basically saying, "Let's have sex after I'm your teacher." Am I getting that correct?
3: I, I think so. I think that's what it is, and uh, and it seems that, that will not impact her grade.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's—he's uh, saying, as long as I'm grading, as long as I'm not grading you, we can be sleeping together, even if I'm your teacher at the school. But as I recall, she's already having a lot of problems with the school. Is that is that legitimate? I don't even know what the laws are, the rules are for that. Can teachers and students be sleeping together if they're not their current teachers? No. That's what I was confused about. Like,
2: I thought that was ridiculous. Like, if it's a faculty member at all, yeah, taking their class or not, you would still think that's
1: inappropriate. Yeah, there's no
3: way. I don't know any college that allows you to do that.
1: Although I do know.
3: Especially Columbia, right? This yeah. You go.
1: Yeah. And I do know some. <laughs> that's where they go. I do know some of my friends' parents who have that um, teacher. They were. One of them was a teacher. One of them was a student. And I, I highly doubt that they just discover each other after they graduate, after one graduates. You know, like, I feel like this happens a lot because you're working in a really close setting with somebody and. But that's not how they met. So that's not how they met. Serena didn't know that Colin was her teacher. So we don't even have to go down that path right now. But what, what compelled Serena to Colin was their conversation at the bar last episode. But it compelled her to go and not sleep with him, but, but spend, the night. spend the night there. And what is Colin's sex appeal? What do we think about that? What, you don't know? I mean, obviously, he's attractive. Yeah. Definitely. But what is it about a guy that can take... You see him, you know he's sleeping with a million girls. She sees him with a different girl every day, yet she's still intrigued. I think it's because he made her feel just special right off the bat. I think it was
2: because she was looking for something new. I mean, Um. she was just, like, betrayed by... um, Nate, because he choose, chose Juliet, and by Dan, and because he chose Vanessa. So I think she was just, like, looking for someone who wanted to stand
1: by her, you know? And she didn't sleep with him, which is good, which is different for Serena. And uh, But you know what? I think that, similar to Juliet and Nate, where Juliet has kind of fallen for Nate at this point, I think Serena's pretty irresistible. And Colin, <laughs> there's no way... He's going into this and coming out of this with no feelings for her.
2: I think we... I don't know if you can really draw that conclusion unless you really know
1: why he's in this mess. That's true. That's true. Is he... So by tying him to Julia, are we automatically tying him to Ben? I am. Definitely. So the three of them have something to do with each other, but Colin seems to be the one... Colin and Ben seem to have more of the power. Juliet seems to not have as much power. Agreed. I
2: mean, I feel like Ben has this threat over her, like more of like a physical, controlling relationship threat. And then I think that Colin has this financial hold, and she's kind of just being pushed around a little. So, okay,
1: what do we think about Serena? Beautiful, gorgeous girl. Love the dress. Love the dress, love the hair. (laughs) Even if you were trying to go into a relationship with her for a different reason, could you resist the it's sex appeal? The sex appeal of Serena it, it's hard right?
3: Uh, it, I mean it definitely is um, you know you, and especially like you know you see the way Serena is sort of looking up to him it, you know you guys talked about what is the appeal you know obviously he has looks but it's also the power thing of like you know he is a wealthy guy. And so, you know, and I don't know, sometimes, yeah, you you get attracted to someone because and especially if it's like a danger side, you know, like you're not supposed to get attracted to them. You're more likely to right. and that, get attracted
1: That's why she, I feel like, is very attracted to him. But he clearly is trying to be with her for a different reason. And I don't see this. I don't see a clean break here. I think that he's going to get very sticky here. I, I've never you see Dan loved Serena. Nate loves Serena. Um, even Chuck che- cheated on Blair with Serena at one point early on in the beginning. Remember? Well, way, 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 way back, yeah, way, way, way back. Serena cheated on Oh Nate, Nate with it? with was Chuck. It? I maybe that was when they were maybe like that was that that it, right? So that. she she's found a way to get to the hearts of many. And I, I think I think Colin screwed the political guy. I yeah, oh me. yeah, Nate, Nate's <laughs> brother. Her cousin. Nate's cousin. Yeah. The one that she was helping out. Nate's cousin. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But going on to more about Nate and Juliet. And this is where this is where everything completely... I'm lost. So so lost with what is going on between this brother that's tying them together. First, I hated Juliet. I want I hated her. I thought she was messing with Nate, messing with Serena. But we see in this episode... That she actually likes him. She actually likes him. And we see her brother threaten her and then kind of play like, oh, no, I don't care if you tell Nate that I'm in jail. And then obviously he's the one who beat, orders a hit on her, on his dad. Who orders a hit on his dad. So, so – Needless to say. He may have
3: done it too himself. Yeah,
1: that's what I think. I, I mean, he said he had never seen the guy. I know he had just been transferred there, but I think he did it himself. Are we gonna? Are they gonna find out about this? Is Nate gonna find out that this is Juliet's brother?
3: Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's inevitable. You know, whether it, it, whether it's next episode or not, I don't know, but it, it has to be inevitable.
1: Is Juliet? Uh, you know what? I I think she likes him so much that she she's gonna tell him. Well, we can talk in predictions later about that. But you see, I felt really bad for her in this episode. It's like...
3: You it, finally got that human side to yeah, her. that exactly. you know, when she had to go get the money, too. You, you felt like, you know, she was very needy and out of control and, you know, wanted to please Nate, but couldn't.
1: hundred percent. And is she not a student at Columbia? Is that what's going on? Why she doesn't let him come to his classes and so she's going... She Is she not a student? Have we figured... She seems, I think she is a student, just because she does have a big part in the sorority, and I don't think she whatever could that really do that with undergrad student. Thing. Right? It's just it's just a weird situation. She's lying to him about many things, and I thought that she was doing it because she wanted to bring down Serena, she wanted to bring down Nate, she wanted to bring down the whole clan. But it seems like she's doing it against her own free will. So what could this brother have on her? We're calling have against her that's driving her to do all this stuff. I think we're going to dig up a lot of dirt in that area. There's going to be something going on there. Some reason that she's doing this for her brother, besides the fact that it's just her brother. You know? It's like...
2: We'll have to see about that. I mean, I think that if we went way back to when Juliet was making this decision, I think she wanted to. I think now she's just getting a little more... worried about it and invested. But I think... The backbone of it is that she agreed to this, and I don't think it's completely because she's being forced to, or else she would have spilled things earlier.
1: Yeah, I I know what you mean, but Juliet's not the only one who's falling a little harder. Nate's falling pretty hard, too, and you saw how upset he was when she wouldn't stay for breakfast. I was going to ask you, Phil, what does it mean to a guy to ask a girl for breakfast? What is the difference? You wake up in the morning, there's a girl next to you. Mm -hmm. One girl you ask for breakfast, and sometimes you don't ask the girl for breakfast. What's the girl supposed to do to get asked to breakfast the next day? Um,
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think... Phil's blushing a little (laughs) bit
1: just to let you You
3: know. You have to like the girl.
1: Like, Corey's blushing in (laughs) the (laughs) booth over there.
3: I mean, that, that seems like a pretty poignant question i mean you obviously have to like the girl in order to invite her f- for breakfast yeah but like if she
1: sleeps with you are you more likely to invite her for breakfast i feel like
3: no i, I feel like if 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 it's just a one night stand you're kind of uh, if anything fine you're gonna take her downstairs um i'm imagining by the way boston because uh you know i i went to college in boston so you know you walk down there'd be a dunkin donuts what do you want Great. See you later. I See.
2: feel like it depends a little bit more on the circumstances of the hookup. I mean, if it's a drunk hookup and you didn't have a conversation, you just met grinding at a bar, you're probably not gonna invite her to breakfast because who knows what you're gonna talk about. Right. But I mean, if maybe you have day got a little you know, then maybe you'll take her to breakfast. I feel
1: like Nate is is very much the breakfast kind of person and anyone who But
3: Julia's not just the hookup.
1: No, I know, but that's what that's what I'm about to say. Nate Seems to fall for anyone who falls for him. If somebody loves him, he just loves to be loved, so he loves them back. When when Serena loved him, he loved Serena. When Blair loved him, he loved Blair. When Juliet, well, when he thinks Juliet loves him, he loves Juliet. He's just like kind of this little little boy who wants to be and, loved. And he
3: kind of admits it with uh, you know with his line of um, you know in my history I I've always believed the girl. Yeah, You know, I'm quick to believe the girl.
1: And then at the end, we see this little heartbreaking conversation where she's like, oh, this isn't what's going on. And he's like, no, this is what's going on. You're exactly like every other girl I've ever met. And it's kind of true. He has some crappy history there. (laughs) I don't know, but out of his tone, I
2: felt a little like, ferocity and, like, a little oomph. So I feel like yeah, it might be a change. It, I feel know? like it might be a change for Nate. I feel like this might be the last girl who treats him like this.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, well, you think it's done for them? Because I think no way are they
3: over. I don't think they're done, but at the same time, I, I, I can I can attest to uh, feeling like Nate in many ways of, like, yeah. I, f- I believe girls kind of do that.
1: What, walk all over, boys? Think yeah.
0: Park Avenue, but with Tennis Whites and Band of soleil,
1: <laughs> thanks Carter.
3: we got a random commercial from Corey
1: <laughs> oh, anyway though but I, I just think that like we were saying Nate mm, a little in over his head right now really likes her but I think he's gonna end up back with her even though he just stood up for himself a little bit it's like oh good for you Nate you, you little boy <laughs> you no, you know what I'm saying. You're sitting.
2: take there. I'll take him. Uh, please. I'll be very
1: nice to him. I Any promise. day, Nate, you can come cry on my shoulder. Yes, please. But I think that it's going to end up, well, predictions. Sorry, predictions. I'm always getting ahead of myself. But the biggest drama of the episode, Lil J is back and she stirs some, some things up over here. I have always been so back and forth with little jay
3: you but last episode you said you liked her you or loved her wanted to see her no no no.
1: yeah yeah last episode i said i want her back Mm -hmm. i when she was on the show i hated her she was so annoying except for before that when i loved her she was awesome it's like i don't know she's very different than every other character on the show it's like she even has a different look. I mean, she's a lot more edgy and artsy. And even though Dan has a different look and Vanessa has a different look, by the way, where was Vanessa? Anyway, they all have these different looks, but little Jay seems like she comes from somewhere really different. So when she comes on the show, there always seems to be more drama. I mean, Phil, during that episode, you kept saying, "What did you say? Everything's so monumental." Everything. Oh, every
3: everything they do is just so epic. Yeah, so like just, epic, just the littlest exactly. thing is just so but epic. Even
1: though everything is so epic, anytime little Jay comes on the screen, you know the stakes are about to be raised. Everything she says, everything she does. Very planned out, precise. And that's why I was very surprised when she sent out that blast saying that Chuck had taken her virginity and and that she'd slept with him. Because if she was the old little J, she should have used that as leverage. Like, if Blair was going to try to destroy her, she should have been like, Blair, listen. If you try to take me down, I'm going to send out this blast. I thought she was going to do that. Blair
3: already... You know, she She, did. she already
1: destroyed her outfits, that's correct, but if she was like, Blair, if you don't take blame for this, then I'm going to send out this blast, or Blair, if you don't use some of your connections on me, or Blair, if you try to run me out of this town, or anything like exactly. that. Exactly,
2: that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought she was going to want to go to Parsons and stay there, so she was going to go, Look, you're going to leave me alone, let me live my life at Parsons, and if you don't, I'm, I'm going gonna to tell show everybody.
1: Everyone. And I was excited for that. And that's why I was so surprised when she ended up sending out that blast, because. It was very much like, as she referred to herself, G.I.J. <laughs> get it? Not G.I.J. I get it? Ha <laughs> uh, ha ha. Okay. Anyway, very much like G.I.J. the old Jenny Humphrey, but not as smart. It was like she sent out that blast. Now what?
2: Now she has nothing on them. Well, even from the beginning of the episode with her, it was kind of different. I mean, you walk in, I expected this confrontation, like straight from the get-go of Blair walking in, and yeah. she just kind of backed off. She was timid. She was, like, looked scared and frightened like a little lamb. And then and then at the end, it was like, switch, I'm not going to use this. I'm just going to be mean out of the- nowhere. Right. But what I was going to say
1: was uh, about that. At first, I felt bad for Blair. When Blair walked in, I was like, oh, yeah, little Jay slept with her boyfriend, I mean, first I felt bad for little Jay. I was like, "Oh my God, poor Chuck took advantage of her," and Blair's yelling at her, and she didn't do anything wrong. But then I remembered, you no, know, little Jay was like, "Chuck, sleep with me. Who cares about Blair?" And little Jay was supposed to be Blair's eh, friend, kind of, you know, like that was wrong. And and I think she, I think Jay knows she was wrong, and that's why she was kind of standing back and and not and not being the way she used to be, all up in Blair's face. True. So so that's what I thought. But then, very quickly, we see the other side of Lil' Jay come out when she sends out that text. And like she was saying at the end, when she was, like, talking to Dan, saying, I don't know if I'll ever be able to be on the Upper East Side or in Manhattan in general and not be this person. Which brings me to the point of saying, is it the place or the people that make... Gossip Girl make this show the way it is I, I feel like it's very much so where they live where somebody grows up that makes you act a certain way like, do these people even know how crazy they are and how much the real world isn't like that I think it's definitely a combination on,
2: oh, look, I'm going to be who I am and if you can support that and not be threatened and competitive then great
3: <laughs> there you go. See? Seren- oh.
1: Serena telling us how it is right there. Exactly. Like, she's, she, she...
3: Although I don't <laughs> think it quite answers the question, well, she Well,
1: she's saying if you can support them, be compassionate. You know, she's looking for people to be understanding, looking to see if people get her.
3: I can't... I mean, these people, they leave, lead such absurd lives. With, That's true. And like I said, everything is so epic. What is so epic about... I don't know. Just all these dinner parties and them going and out, so and so the-
1: many of these things could be so much solved so much more easily. Like for example, when little Jay was, Chuck called and was like, "Oh, I by accidentally, which by the way, of course, he on purpose took that book. I took your designs. Can you just come pick it up? S turned over to me, and what did she say? we were both just like call Blair. Yeah, it was simple.
2: What did she? All she had to do was hey. Blair, guess what? Chuck has my book. Go
1: get it. Or I'm going to go get it. Like, why? She was like, seriously, Chuck? Fine. Okay, I'll come there. She knows Blair. She knows Blair has photographers there. She knows what Blair's up to. Uh, What kind of idiot doesn't just stop and think, okay, I need this book. I need Blair not to ruin my life. I'll just call her. Simple. Easy. So the epicness there... (laughs) It's all on their decisions, but you know my favorite one. Of my favorite things that little Jay said this episode about Blair. She goes, "She's the wicked witch of the Upper East Side," which is just the perfect description. I hated Blair this episode. Oh my god! I was like, Ooh. I mean,
3: she even got a little shakes- Shakespearean there with uh, her three. Toes oh yeah! Or I mean, what was <laughs> that all about? And- I mean, that's that's why for me. I- I'm kind of getting to like the show, but in some sense, it yeah, in a some sense it's a
1: little. I get what you're saying. It's like, I get that it's a show, but where does this hierarchy come from? Like, what kind of three girls would just be like, yes, master, okay, master, you tell me what to do, I'll go do it? Like, it's like. Who are these girls? They're, They're minions. They're minions.
3: They're... I mean, where do you find them? Do you find them at the USC sorority? I mean, at S and R, both from us. Like, what do we got? I don't... Are you guys the minions, by the way? They're, you guys are
2: sophomores. Hell no. We are not minions. It, first
1: uh, of all.
3: First off, let me remind, our, uh, viewers don't know this, but you guys had to bob your heads in a doorway for, what, three hours? <laughs> so who's the minion?
1: I, w- I would like to say that three hours is the understatement of the year. How about for two there, weeks, every day for three hours?
3: proving my point even more.
1: Ooh, I didn't mean to just do that. <laughs> what I meant to say was, I'm not a minion, you jerk. I love whipping my hair. <laughs> yeah, I do it by choice. Actually, I pay to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it even more awesome. No, and even, even our pledges aren't like that. They're not minions. It's not like that at all. And to be honest, if I wanted to be the queen bee, I don't think I could find three girls, especially not a school like USC where the majority of people are smart. Talk about Columbia. So many people are smart. We're all year round. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. It, it, and like these girls, it's not like these girls are homely. These girls are beautiful. They're fun. They seem cool. I mean, scratch that. They, they, they don't, they seem don't cool, have a yeah. brain
3: at all. It seems like these girls.
1: They need to be told what to do, which is a conversation I was having earlier with one of my friends. Some girls just need to be told what to do, and they want to be told what to do.
3: And that's where the guys come in.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying it like if if you have no opinion, if you have nothing to contribute, but you care about your social status, then I guess these girls, if they, without Blair, there would be nothing. They wouldn't be popular. They'd be nothing. I guess I can see that a little bit. I guess but when when
2: I think about it, I don't see it as much. At USC, I think back to high school. Yeah, that's and what, I remember that were girls. Who there was some leaders, and there were the people who like they all walked around in a group together. Yeah, they somehow gone all the same classes.
1: I don't really understand you, you it. You know what? It's it's weird because last time we talked about the similarities between our colleges and their college. This time, I was the entire episode thinking, this isn't like college. This is high school. This is high school, like, where there are the, the popular kids and their followers. And, they, like you were saying, they're all in the same classes together. They all sit together at the lunch table. Somehow they get out of doing everything. Like, <laughs> it's like the rules just don't apply to them.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, if anything, like, I, I don't buy that saying, like, Columbia, I feel like is not the school. If, if you want to do that, like, I, BC is... Boston College is very much a college like that for high school people that can't get out of that trend or so even
1: the- smaller than that like like Trinity in Connecticut or Union in Albany, New York. Like these schools that have 2000 people would and it's there's there can be a hierarchy but when you go to Columbia how many people go to Columbia at least I mean, yeah
3: I, I mean it's a big it's a big school.
1: 9000 I don't know how many but Enough for that. You don't know everybody. You certainly don't know... Not everybody knows Blair Waldorf. Like, who... It's what her... What
2: grade is she in? She's a sophomore. And she rules the school? It's like us.
1: Do we rule the school? No way. No. (laughs) Everybody knows me, obviously. And all my minions. I'll be Roxy's minion. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, but, like, can you imagine if I was like... You go stand take pictures for hours, go try to get into a party, figure out how to get in, and I'm not even going to tell you why I hate this girl. Just go
3: do it. By the way, Sarah is kind of a minion to Roxy. I mean, Sarah came up to, for the show offended. tonight, and she had to stand outside for like half an hour.
1: I should out in the cold because Roxy wouldn't answer so Roxy my has text minions. message. Okay. Okay, <laughs> hold on. On that note, then I'm a minion to Phil. Because I spent two hours driving here in rush hour so that we could do it at a more convenient time. So, really, you are the master. I am your minion. And under me is a peasant. And her name is Sarah. <laughs> And then horrible. there's Corey. <laughs> and then there's Corey who rules us all.
3: No, no, no. Well, she... he
1: does have control.
3: Hey, I'm the boss, brother. No way. No he can
1: way. put you on mute any time, so be careful what you say. I don't like this, Hayaki. <laughs> yeah, no more. Let's not be like Gossip Girl, guys. I'm not into.
3: It. So, so who would be our gossip girl? I mean, it's, I'm still trying to figure who is. Who, there has to be a gossip girl.
1: Of us? Oh, you? No, mean- I just,
3: I just, I just want to know who gossip girl is.
1: This—that's the there thing about boys. All you want is the end result. That's all you're looking for. I like. I no like way. The, the end result
3: of sex is a baby, and we most certainly don't <laughs> want that.
1: No, the end result of sex is. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> You all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, we like the process. We like getting there. I'm not talking about sex anymore, guys. I'm talking about watching the TV show. Get out of the gutter, please. Uh, You know, like, I like watching it and and seeing these strings unravel and figuring out who the gossip girl is. And the whole time, Phil's just like, all right, who's the girl? Who's the chick? It's about getting there, the experience of not knowing who it is. It's the thrill of it. Come on now, Phil.
3: I, I feel like I need some no big, problem. epic comeback line, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I just don't have it.
1: No, nothing to say? That's okay. I have plenty to say for all of us. I guess that makes me Queen P. Ooh. You And the power shifts. Take- <laughs> and the power shifts again.
3: Oh, wait till I blast out to all the fans. You,
1: you know who we haven't mentioned much, though, is Chuck and this truce at the end. Very interesting.
3: A handshake?
1: First of all, it's a hand, hand changing Second of all... This is really awkward. Second, I was just going to say, raise your hand. Nobody can see us. Everybody, what do we think? Did we want a truce or did we not want a truce?
2: I want a truce just because it looks like they might hook up in the future. Maybe it's just because I want them to hook up because I feel like it would just be such I a thought great they would hook up. scene. You thought they
1: would right there. And uh, that's- yeah,
3: I, that's what I was thinking. She looked at him with like animalistic gaze.
1: I Oh my gosh, <laughs> I know what you mean. All I wanted... Was the, them to fight to a certain point, and then, and then just make out and then and leap then, on each other just... like no in between. This truce thing, no good. What are they going to do in this truce period? They're not shake gonna, hands. Like when they walk by each other, they won't be mean. They won't be nice. I want no matter what they are, whether they're absolute enemies, whether they are boyfriend and girlfriend, whether they're married. I want them to always have the most amount of friction between them yeah. and, and conflict and love and hate and blood it's and that push and pull and <laughs> the push and pull you're laughing at me but that's what I love they're my favorite couple on the show because they're so different than the majority of couples on television where They are together, and everything works out, or they're not, and things, and this couple, like, plays games, and they suck without each other. We just saw Blair. I said this episode. She sucked. We saw Chuck. This episode, he sucked. And just like Jenny put it, which was the smartest thing she could have done right before she walked away from the situation, together together you stand, divided you fall. You're going to ruin each other. You're going to kill each other. So you might as well be together because we all know that's what you want anyway.
3: And she also says, I forget what the exact wording is, but that they're better off together because they, quote, ruled, you know, the school. At anyway, first they ruled sense.
1: Constance. Now they can rule this school. Honestly, they could have ruled anything. Do you love them as a couple as much as I do? Am I the only one? I do, and
2: it's exa- that exact same thing. I mean, it's the push and pull, and that's what... That's what good TV is all about, is really that push and pull. And they just hold it.
1: And that devastating, at the end, she goes, you can see yourself out. And he goes, I know the way. And it was like, yeah, you know the way, because you guys have been together for so long. Of course you know the way out of her house. And has she ever asked you to see yourself out before? Probably. But when you guys were good? Never, like, ah." Oh, it was just heartbreaking to me. Ah, oh, I don't like watching them not together. I like to watch them fight because fighting's like what they used to do when they were together, and it was reminiscent. And I liked it. And now this truce, I'm scared of where we're going. Is is there? Mm, I think we saw a little bit of. Hint I know. There, I there know. Might be rekindling. I know. We can we can talk about it more in predictions, but you know. It's just gonna make me too sad to talk about them for too much longer right now. I think we should move on to our special segment where we're gonna talk about revenge and when it's worth it. Okay, it's a tricky question. We were talking about this for a minute. it I don't know i it's hard to pinpoint times in your life where you have where you have tried to been in this where you have looked for revenge you know because you don't look at it that way it's more like well, when when somebody does something to you
3: yeah, well here's the thing i mean i think uh, i know a lot of people that sort of go into re- try to get revenge and i and like we sort of see in this episode you both kind of end up going down together because in some sense all you're doing is putting your effort into getting revenge and then instead of what you actually should should be doing Have I been guilty of that? Yes. Um, When would I? You know, when can I see people getting revenge if a person cheats on them? If they've been wronged, and
1: okay, so sticking with that, if a person cheats on them, so I guess technically Chuck cheated on cheated on Blair with Little J.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: So Blair, rightfully so was seeking vengeance. Yes. But just at this end, we see Chuck saying, neither one of us could have helped what happened. Well, I think that was also
2: reflecting not only the circumstances of um, him and Little Jay getting together and just, like, fate and all of that and one event leading to another, but
1: they both had realized that they both hurt each other. Right. At some point, like... But, you know, it's like... You hear these crazy stories where a couple will be dating and one will cheat on the other. So say the guy cheats on the girl. Oh, it it got to be that? Okay. Say so the girl cheats on the guy. The girl Thank cheats you. on the guy. And the guy goes, Haha, it's about to be worse. And the guy goes, oh, okay. Instead of breaking up with her, I'm going to cheat on her. And then when she finds out, I'm going to tell her I know she cheated on me. You know what I mean? Like, you hear stories like this. It's like these twisted, weird revenge things. Why not just be done and have your peace? What is the real point of getting back at somebody? I'm saying that like I've never done it. Of course, all the time, second somebody does something to me, I'm like, that bitch is going to get punched in the face. <laughs> no, not like, but you know what I mean? It's like, even if a teacher gives you a bad grade, you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to study for this next test. Screw well, them.
3: We don't. I mean, uh, we don't like to be wronged, uh, you know, at all, and we always feel like it's the other person's fault.
1: But how old were you when you learned that two wrongs don't make a right?
3: I mean, you know that. I, I feel like you know that from a very early age, but we don't want to accept it. Yeah, we don't want to be wrong.
1: And I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I don't even know if I believe this, but it's like when I think about. All these characters are doing is always looking for revenge. Lil' Jay gets mad at Blair, so she sends out that text, and Blair gets mad at her, so it's back and forth. If one of them, like Lil' Jay kind of just did, was just like, you know what? Okay. You really wronged me. That sucked. Goodbye. Like, I'm not going to stoop to your level. Because that's all it really is, is just getting on somebody else's level.
3: Well, I mean, we, we are always very reactionary with what we do and i feel like i mean if things do escalate i mean you know not uh i don't know if you look at the cold war like no one can stop <laughs> there it Doss, just had to keep Doss escalating girl goes
1: cold war exactly though you
3: know i mean it's it's just it's just human nature in many ways to to escalate the,
1: the episode things. even said if you're looking for peace you're gonna have to be willing to go to war and that's kind of what it is it's like each person thinks that what they're going to do is going to just win it and then everything's going to be done but there's no such there's never one and done on this show it's never that it's never I'll I'll screw you over and then we're done it's I'll screw you over and then you'll get back at me and then I'll screw your boyfriend and then you'll take it out on my brother and then I'll sleep with your teacher who's also your husband and also your brother's sister's nephew. And I'll do the same thing to you back. But you know you know what I'm saying. It's like, it's never, when do these characters learn? Or when do people in real life learn? Well,
3: because, about- I mean, you're trying to find an equilibrium w- within your world. So, like, let's say, you know, let's say uh, I wrong you. And obviously, let, all right, let's say uh, I tell everyone, I'm going to blast this out right now, in fact, that Roxy has... Uh, has fake boobs. Yes? No?
1: First of all, which they're is, real, but say they were fake.
3: Uh, which they are. We're going to say that right now. Then her real. world is up in shackles. It's, okay. it's okay. not what it used to be. So she has to write it in some way. Okay, but so, you by tell doing me, so
1: you tell me I have fake boobs. So then instead of just saying, okay, all right, whatever, whether you're wrong or right, whatever, I'll move on. Instead of doing that, why would I go say...
3: Well, because now you have other people going up to you. You have people, A, looking at you and judging you. B, you have Sarah going up to you and laughing. You have Corey being like, what the hell? You couldn't go bigger with them? And you know <laughs> what I mean? So it's – your world be. is flipped upside down. And so, yes, uh, you know, how are you going to write it? Well, you're going to try to get back at
1: me. Well, yeah, And you know what that involves is getting the dirt on you. Which exactly. Which is what all these characters are always doing looking to see what the dirt is on the other, but they don't have to look for very long because they have Gossip Girl. So if the second you said that, Roxy has fake boobs, then somebody hears you say that. They send it to Gossip Girl. And then somehow Gossip Girl always finds out later in that day something to say about you so I can say, oh, you know what, yeah, but Phil, blah, 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 blah.
3: Roxy asked me later. I got all the dirt on Phil. So (laughs) you're
1: the Gossip Girl. We found our Gossip Girl. I didn't say that. I think we found our Gossip Girl. I think so. Do, do give, me, give me a little XOXO Gossip Girl. Let's hear it out of your mouth. A little what? XO. Just say XOXO Gossip Girl.
3: XOXO <laughs> Gossip Girl. Uh, we're going
1: to have to work on it.
3: Yeah.
1: You give me the dirt on him, I'll give you some lessons on your XO okay. Not Not make... <laughs> I, I you know it. what I mean, guys. You know what I mean. Oh, Okay, so so I think I think we're done with revenge for the day, unless anybody else has something to say about my boobs. We're good on it. I think that brings us to our news and gossip.
0: AfterBuzz yeah. TV
3: News, sponsored by Corey the Gossip Girl. <laughs>
2: So, last Thursday, Matthew Settle, who plays Rufus Humphrey, attended the launch of the Ferragamo World, a new line of eco-friendly, charitable men's shoes. John Legend hosted the event. Also last Thursday, Taylor Momsen flashed some of her assets during her NYC concert with her band Pretty Reckless. Momsen, who's just 17, lowered her top while performing a song on stage, and her chest was exposed. Are they fake? Many fans say she's just trying to put on a bad girl image. Others say she was stealing the
1: spotlight from Taylor Swift, whose album Speak Now is coming out. Go- going back to Matthew Settle here for a second. Honestly, I love John Legend. I would have loved to have been there. But it's so weird because don't you feel like anytime you saw him, you would just be like, oh, Rufus, Rufus Humphrey at a charitable event. That's what I. I- it, look, it looks normal. Normal, completely normal. And about Taylor Momsen, oh my goodness. This is
3: Jenny from the show, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Not Jenny from the block, Jenny from the show. <laughs> uh, I, I would have, that would have been hysterical. I can't, this is going to be a weird comment, but I can't picture her boobs. I, I mean, was if,
3: if you go anything. online, I'm sure you can find the, the picture. But, Ooh. Uh...
1: Honestly, I just,
2: I'm not happy with that. I don't think it was a good move for like...
1: She like, she's speaking enough. I don't understand. I, I agree she's with that. She's 17 years old. I agree with that, but at the same time, you know, we see Hannah Montana trying showing to Showing her be, boobs? No, 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 no. We see Hannah Montana. All good girl, perfect, all this stuff. We need to see somebody who's a celebrity who makes mistakes. Not that girls should look up to that. What, showing her boobs, though? No, no. That's yeah, not what I, I mean. Don't... That's not what I mean. It's just, it's nice to see, like... It, oh, I'm just, you
3: realized she did this. She I'm didn't like her dressed in. There was no like, Warjo malfunction. True, she literally showed. Okay, it. okay, okay, okay.
1: I'm okay. just trying to stick up for her because I feel bad for Little uh, Jay in uh, general.
3: It's because Roxy has done some Girls Gone Wild videos, and uh, she can't get over I, that I am Me. I'm well. Girls let, Gone let's wild. move on. Let's
2: move on. So Michelle Trachtenberg, who played Georgina Sparks on the show, was Ooh. collaborating again with, with one of the show's producers, Josh Schwartz, on another series. It will revolve around a young criminology student who has a knack for profiling, but also has a dark past of her own. Trachenberg will both
1: star and produce the show. Interesting. I really liked her playing Georgina Sparks. I wonder how similar her character will be. I can't picture, I, I can't picture her being a very diverse actress. Yeah, I'm interested
2: to see this. I mean, besides my love of Gossip Girl and, you know, those crazy rich teenagers, I am actually a big fan yeah. of crime shows. Is, so You we'll are? It goes. Mm-hmm. Are you a CSI person? I am an everything person. I am CSI, I am NCIS, I am starting to watch Nikita, all over the place. Um, oh, that show looked weird, Nikita. I haven't seen it. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk um, about it. So, and that's your AfterBuzz TV Gossip Girl news and gossip
1: for this week. Good. Just quickly, speaking of Georgina Sparks, I wonder if we're going to see her again, if she's going to come waltzing in with the baby. Which brings us to
3: our predictions.
1: Our prediction. And
3: By the <gasps> way, no! it is Halloween.
1: It is Halloween.
3: By the way, my first prediction: Sarah will be hosting some of these shows, these criminal shows, in the coming weeks. Oh,
1: exciting! I so, wonder if it will come true.
3: Anyway, back to Gossip Girl.
1: I, I, and also, I don't know if next week is a Halloween special because it will be the day after Halloween. But we didn't get our gossip girl last week. It was a rerun. Lame, I know. So next week, hopefully we'll get some killer costumes because the fashion on the show, I know I talk about it a lot. It's just awesome. Somebody spends a crap load of time on the fashion on the show.
3: I mean, I loved I loved uh, Blake Lively's Serena's dress with the uh, maybe because it's just exposed <laughs> You know, the black
1: cleavage. one that you saw, <laughs> the cleavage, yeah. the cleavage dress. You're just obsessing with the boobs tonight. What's your deal? I don't know.
2: I guess you're a guy. <laughs> My favorite thing about the fashion, though, is just that I feel like there are so many pieces that are so debatable. Like, whether yeah. they're beautiful or whether they're horrible. I and love that. I love it too, because I just like it makes me it. interested
1: in everything that they wear. you know, I thought it was funny when Serena walked by those uh, I don't know when Blair walked by and Chuck was picking up these two girls that seemed like twins. And they were wearing like these blue t-shirts and little mini white skirts. It's something that I would see on an actual uh, a high school. Uh, some high school or college campus. And I was like, look at Serena and Blair next to them. They're killing it. Like, I don't like Blair's clothes. I would never buy anything like that. I'm sorry. It's just not my style. But she looks awesome.
2: Agreed. I don't know. My my most interesting piece of the episode was actually Blair's mom and her big, clear circle ball necklace at the... At Serena's the, mom? Serena's mom. Serena's excuse mom. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. And they were just, like, I felt like a little kid would wear them. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it must have cost, like, $13,000. And the whole time I was just staring at it going, like,
1: wait, what is that? It was funny also on the jewelry page. It was funny when Serena was like, oh, Mom, I'm going on this date. I need to borrow some of your jewelry. And I was thinking, okay, I get that they're trying to make this relatable. And she's going into her mom's little jewelry thing. Let's be real. You have a million things yourself. You probably have... $4 $4 billion worth of diamonds in your own closet. Just go pull something out.
2: And did you notice that all she was actually wearing was diamond stud earrings?
1: I know. That was his time. <laughs> I was like, wait. Well, but closet. we are in predictions. I just forgot about that. I got completely caught with the jewelry until I looked at Phil's face and he was like, "Bore." oh my gosh, I don't even look at girls. Jewelry. Well,
3: I mean, I it, you know, fashion is a big part of the show.
1: Why so. do we spend so much time on our jewelry just so guys don't notice? I don't know. We like to look good for each other, apparently. Exactly. Predictions. Is Lil' Jay coming back? Are we going to see her again, or is she gone for a little while? She's gone for a while.
3: Out.
1: Done. Gone for a little while. Moving on from that, then? I I think the same thing. Are we going to see more of Nate and Juliet together next episode, or are we on a
2: break? I think we are going to take a break for about a week and then go maybe to a fight or something. Or fight and then back together?
3: I feel like you're going to get a lot more plotting from uh, Juliet, uh, Juliet, Colin, and Ben. You know, that will the whole situation. Yeah,
1: and and now Nate's dad is kind of in that whole
3: whole mess of st-
1: whole mess of things over there. And I'm predicting that he's going to learn something
2: in prison. I don't think they would just throw him into the mix, to yeah, be in the same prison as her brother if there wasn't going to be some sort of tie there like he's gonna learn something
1: or there's gonna be some discovery you know this is why i struggle with this show's predictions because we see nothing at the end of the episode you see these flashes of colors and people's legs and their hair and a kiss and you have no idea where it came from and you're like oh well great i could have looked in a magazine flipped through really quickly and that would have been as clear as what the hell is going to happen on the show next week
2: they're just tricky. I mean, you've come to realize, like, oh, it's a frame of one person. And then, an, oh, a frame of another person. And they try and make it seem like they're in the same room. And really, but it's, like, not. scenes that are, like, 20 minutes apart. So, but we, I predict agree. a lot of
3: glo- gossip, though. Gossip,
1: <laughs> gossip on Gossip Girl? No way. But what we do see, absolutely, is a kiss. Now, who this kiss is between, we well, know not. a kiss
3: from a rose and the uh, rose by any other name would be uh, Blair.
1: Oh. So we think it was a Blair Chuck kiss?
3: Uh, absolutely. Uh, there was that, like I said, they, the animalistic they... uh, gaze, and and it's going to come out. It's are been too contained too long.
1: Are they going to give it to us that quickly, though?
2: I don't know. I feel like it's going to be, I see Serena. I see Serena and, I don't know, I'm just going to throw it out there. Maybe Nate. Serena and Nate see who wins this. You
1: think it was a Serena and Nate kiss?
2: Yeah. I'm going to throw it Oh, out there.
1: wow. I wasn't even thinking about that. Serena and Nate. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was a Serena professor kiss and they and she just couldn't hold back. We'll see. I'm I'm betting it's Serena kiss. Or maybe... Okay, so Blair your Christmas final Christmas one, Christmas Christmas. Your, your Blair Chuck? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I guess Serena. I'm Blair we'll Chuck. We'll see. Oh, we should put a wager down. Like- Ten
3: bucks right now.
1: I know that I know that we're gonna be leaving right now, but all I'm gonna be thinking about is who that kiss is between. We'll find out. And
3: uh, just to make myself clear, anything that I may have said about Roxy R. Stryer is all uh, untrue. It's
1: all real, babe. <laughs> so your boobs... <laughs> so it's... The boobs real. <laughs> Fake cops. I was trying Jesus. to
3: apologize, but
0: apparently it's no I bill. can't do anything right. <laughs> Tomorrow in Phil Svitek, engineer Corey Sheehan, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching AfterBuzzTV. XOXO
1: (laughs) AfterBuzz!